Somebody cup and welcome to another episode for the Funkit Pod. And it's time for the Academic Corner again. And it's a special kind of Academic Corner because, well, it's not officially the end of the semester just yet, but we're, we're close. We are done with all of our classes. Now it's just exam time for those of... Um, for those classes that have exams, which I don't, luckily, oh, almost none of my classes have exams. And yeah, so it's time to reflect a little bit. And it's not the official reflection podcast just yet. There will be probably one and after all classes are completely done, after grades uh, have been given and so on, just so that I can reflect on the learning outcomes as well, of course. But there is something to reflect on because we just had an event or like my class Part of my class um, is to organize an event at the end of the semester called Digital Strategies of Tomorrow, where we invite um, speakers from the digital space to share their knowledge. And so we just did that, and it was it was a success. It was the best the best iteration yet, um, I would say. I think overall it was a yeah they did a like the org team did a great job. The speakers did a great job. Um, It was also the most stressful one so far, I think. And I did learn, of, learn lots of things from, from, from that. So one, orga organizing events and putting students in charge. I think that's the way to do it because students will learn a lot. Students will make connections. Of course, I helped. Like I, I did reach out to the speakers. I used my name and my connections to get to the, the speakers because um, the students wanted to inv invite like influencers and so on, which I think, well, what, what would our audience get from that? Um, so I had to take the steering wheel in this regard. And of course, I had to tell the students, like, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to do like a, um, a, a, like a content calendar, for example, we have to schedule content, um, we have to reach out to the speakers, we have to write invitation letters, we have to do this and we have to do that. Um, so I had to tell them a lot of what to do, which is fair because they've never done it before, so that's all right. Um, but then eventually, then come um, event day, it was actually great to see like how they prepared everything and what they prepared. They prepared a lot, and it, was, it, it worked all very, very smoothly on event day. On the lead-up, it was not. Um, we had like speakers dropping out the day before with COVID, for example. We had like... Um, a A company like a speaker saying yes at first and then completely ghosting us, not not saying no, not saying anything, just like not accepting phone calls anymore, not replying to emails, things like this, which is I think also good learning for the students just to see that this happens in real life. That's that's how people behave in real life as well. So um, they were a bit surprised how stressful it is. Um, but yeah, well, welcome to the real world, right? Um, luckily, like the speaker that that that, that fell out with COVID, she. Uh, organized her own replacement with a colleague from the same company, which was great, and she jumped in like last minute, which was really mu very much appreciated. So, Kumploy uh, from GQ, um, GQ Apparel, fantastic job! Like one day's notice, came out to to where our our campus is, like which is far away from from downtown Bangkok. So that was really cool. So thanks for that. Um, we had uh, a VP, the VP of of Agoda, there, VP Corporate Development, which was also great to give like. Some unexpected insights, to be honest, like when those big companies are coming, I'm not always sure if it's going to be like either like a promotional thing or if it's going to be like a um, like a, an insightful thing. But this was very insightful, like how, how Agoda tried to use like the downtime, the downturn with COVID to um, change things, to pivot a little bit, which was very interesting. 
And of course, we had we had we had CK Jong from from Fastwork, who's like also quite famous here online with all his content on TikTok, IG, and so on, and very motivational. Um, lots of people like that as well. So it was a great mix. I appreciate them. We had two alumni also being there, sharing their stories since graduation, which was also cool to hear. And I felt like a proud dad watching them on stage, like being like all confident and stuff, and answering like important questions that life throws at them, which was pretty cool. So it was all awesome, right? So overall, it was great. The one thing that, that was a bit um, disappointing was just that, well, my, my how to say, direct colleagues came, which was appreciated. So thank you guys for, for, for coming. The colleagues I work with the closest. But um, nobody else came from like the higher ups of our faculty and so on, which, which was a bit, it's also difficult timing on the same day we had like the anniversary of our faculty. But it would have been nice if someone would have just popped in and said like, hey, I'm this and that, how's it going? And that would have been cool, I think, but um, maybe it's a communication communication slash scheduling issue that, that we can solve next time around. Um, other than that, uh, everything was awesome. So there's nothing much to complain or anything about. I think the biggest takeaway was really like putting students in charge. It's very frustrating. It's um, We had so many late night sessions where we, where we, where we talked like at, at, I don't know, 11 p.m., midnight and so on, just to get things done for the next day, to have the right posts ready, to have the right wording ready, um, which I think I would have loved if that would have been like better organized. But then also seeing that, of course, students have never done that and you can't really expect too much common sense in this regard. If you've never done it, um, I got to say overall, They did a they did a great job that bringing it, it all together in the end. So props to also the student organ org team there. In the end, it didn't look like it in the beginning, <laughs> but in the end, you did a good job. So that was very nice. Um, the big learning for me, right, or not? I mean, I've kn I've known it before. It's just always it just always hits me still. Uh, so I I did the MCing like the last time we had an had this this uh, on-site event like two years ago. Um, we had an MC, uh, I, I invited an, an MC there and I didn't invite him because I don't like him anymore or anything like that. It was just like, it's easier to, to not handle like too many people coming in from, then even from out of town, like our last MC had to come in from out of town back then. So it was just easier to, to handle it that way, plus also cheaper for us, unfortunately. Um, but being on stage for three hours and entertaining and Filling the the time in between and introducing everybody and 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 so on, trying to find ways to introduce people so that they're happy but also make the audience laugh at the same time or or, or smile or <coughs> pardon me anticipate something and then then also moderating the panel at the end. So lots of mic time and while I'm used to talking on the mic in in in, in class, of course. <coughs> pardon me, you can already see that my voice is going, um, there's the third podcast I'm recording today, so. Yeah, so you can see that this is quite exhausting and not only like from a talking point of view, um, which it is, but also from like the, the mental point of view, like I was drained afterwards, like those three hours on stage, I was I was done. I, I on the way home then, I took a cab, then a van, And I was like, oh my God, like I, my brain would not work for like a whole day or so. Like even the next morning I was like, I'm drained. Like this, this energy that it takes not to be on stage, that's, that's fun. But like to think about everybody, to, to, to do like the socializing, to like shake hands with everyone. To, and I, didn't, I do enjoy it, but it's still very, very draining. Like this 
those highs and lows are very close close to each other. And I realize that this is happening with classes too, especially with classes that I like, that I enjoy. If I'm in a class that I enjoy a lot, like my last class, for example, was awesome. Like I had lots of fun in my last class and I think students too. And so I, f I felt like I was on fire. I, I was on my game. I think students were on their game and we were just <laughs> feeding off each other. The, the energy was great in the room. Like, hey, what's the great idea? Oh, another idea. Fantastic. Yeah, keep it going. Come, let's build on that idea. And, and, like, and so on, the, which is great energy in the moment. But as soon as the class ends and as soon as you leave the stage, or in this case, right, as such a huge drop off. I had to compensate with fast food, to be honest. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Ah, let me eat whatever. I'm, I'm hungry now. Let me eat something. And that was just very interesting. So now I, I wonder, I wonder ways to decompress. And I, I, I've heard this from people that are more in the limelight that it's a thing. <coughs> Pardon me again. Okay, we'll, we'll keep this short now that my voice is leaving. Um, it's going... But so I heard this from like stand-up comedians, for example, that they they feel this. But I I do realize that I felt it many a times, and now it's just like even more more I don't know tangible for for me because like, it just happened recently. Like once I'm off stage, basically, um, like this decompressing is really difficult. And maybe it's because in my in, in my normal life I'm quite introverted and I'm not running around like. Like, I don't know, talking to just everybody. I'm, I'm a very quiet person, but when I'm in the classroom, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm like very outgoing. I, I, lots of movement, lots of body language, and so on. Um, lots of performing. Uh, maybe that's why it's so draining. Um, not that I don't like it, right? But maybe that's just why the, when I have to hit the switch that this is so draining. So I'm really, really curious um, to hear... How others, how others see this. So how do you, de do you decompress after classes? How do you, after events, after semester? How do you decompress? How do you handle that? How do you get into the right mindset? Or am I doing something wrong? Because you're like, you don't need to go get in any mindset. Just, just go there, just deliver your stuff, go home. I don't need to switch gears or anything. But let me know what you're doing. I'm really curious to hear, like, do you have like a normal life persona versus a teaching or onstage persona? And how do you handle those things, though, the differences? I'm really, really curious to hear, to hear that. Um, let, shout out either social media at funkitpod, email funkitpod at gmail.com or um, yeah, just leave comments wherever you see this, listening to this. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate this podcast if possible so more of us, more of us can uh, find each other, talk to each other. That would be cool. Um, As always, I leave the podcast with a promise that guests will come soon because now the semester, the end of semester, is 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 in within reach, and then we will hopefully have time to talk to each other. So, hopefully, guests will come soon. Until then, as always, stay safe, take care, don't give too many A's, <laughs> and we'll talk soon. Sorry, Kappa.